get those goosebumps every time, yeah You come around, yeah You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine Worry about those comments I'm way too numb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need the Heimlich Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah Every time, yeah, 713 To the 281, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key and on it Rider, rider When I'm pulling up at the side, yeah Pop star, Lil Mariah When I text a cute game, wildness Throw a stack on the Bible Never Snapchat, I took Molly she fall through plenty, her and all the guineas, yeah We are the top, we're there right off Tahini, yeah Oh no, I can't fuck with y'all, yeah When I'm with my squad, I cannot do no wrong, yeah Southside in the city, don't get missing far, yeah They gon' pull up on you Welcome back to another episode of the Tyish Podcast, episode... 30! Dirty 30. No, no, no. Not there yet. Not not comfortable talking about dirty stuff on the 30? Alright, that's cool, that's cool. Y'all are. Alright, so there I was, right? (laughs) Knee deep. Anyways, um... You can find us where? Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, well, you can find us at Ty-ish Podcast in Instagram, Twitter. The Twitter. Ah. That's it. And then Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, you know, everywhere. We everywhere. Do not search Thai Pod. I'm just kidding. Not hating on y'all Thai Pod. Not if you're but, America. But if you listen to Will too much, you can get confused. So it's Thai Dash Ish Podcast. It's that Thai Pod. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yes, I'm Donna Gabbana. I'm Will. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so how how's everyone doing? I'm going to start with Will first. No, nah, I don't know how she doing. She look like she's struggling. You good? <laughs> <laughs> but, area, also had a birthday this week. Yeah, how was Yesterday. it? I can't sing and listen to myself at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. Spent time with fam and friends. Nice. Did, nice. The, did the White Teeth Gang get together? Nah, it was only one. Oh. <laughs> you know, it took me two seconds to think about that. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm missing out. It something. broke. The the band broke up. Oh, no. One, so one no longer speaks with the others. Oh, no. How do... Never mind, I can't. That I felt like watching strong. a reality TV show. We're like, oh, no. I just, I'm always interested in why white people with white teeth beef. Because they're beefing my white teeth. My teeth is whiter. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. I'm sure stuff happens. COVID. I blame COVID. Nah, it's not even COVID related. I know. Which is because of person related. I just blame racism, that's all. Racism is out of control. Oh, no. 
But anyways, what else did you guys do last night? Anything fun? Uh, well, we went to lunch. Yeah, some nice. hibachi. Delicious. Thank you for the leftovers. Went to the mall to get some free stuff. That's but I ended up getting free stuff for everybody. So it wasn't free for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I but appreciate it. You got a free meal. Oh, yeah. That's this candy. Oh, yeah. It's a free meal. I was expecting a lot more performance from the hibachi place, though. Yeah. Or maybe because of the guy talking. Yeah. He was sure it white dude? No. Oh. Cambodian. <laughs> He's Cambodian. Okay. But uh, I was like, well, I guess maybe because there were so much adults, there wasn't like And there kids. was a lot of takeout. Yeah. So I was just kind of, okay. When you go middle of the afternoon same. crowd. Yeah. It's like a strip club I during the like, day. Yeah. Just with, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Air, no, that's exactly what it is. You're like, ah. You okay. get some meat, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no performance. Nope. Nope. Just a little, but it's eh. just the egg performance, the egg slides, egg. Bouncing. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. even do the the volcano. No, no, they just they just poured olive oil and then lit the That's thing lazy. on fire. That's I it. I could have done that. <laughs> That's lazy. Yeah. He's like, mm. your hair is still intact. Your hair is still intact. We're like, yeah, yep. Like, so then, are you allowed to not tip if they don't put it on the show? We don't tip them. Oh wait. Yeah, you do. I was about to say, well, you don't, you just don't tip at all? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, what I meant is like tip on the paper, like yeah, the that's, seat, but that's about it. Yeah, that's That's tip. what it is. So if, they don't, if I don't get the show, do, do you tip? It's, honestly, though, you don't, it's not required to tip, but It's so, socially unacceptable not to. Yes, correct. Unless you're European. Right. But <laughs> actuality, if you think about it, you don't have to tip. Because it's tip a courtesy. is courtesy. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have to tip, but that's a conversation for another time. Look, I, I've known I have a coworker who doesn't even, who never tipped. Never tip. When and went to a restaurant, never tip. She's like, Why would I need a tip? It's like, uh, because they're life relies on it. They pay three dollars for carrying right. the five hundred dollars worth of food you just pay for? Right. But anyway, that's that's just another whole ordeal. But yeah, what else did you do? Me and Will just the rest of Hibachi, but I watched Tenet. Mm. Which have you seen it? I don't know if you ever asked the question. Oh, okay. You like Inception? You don't okay. like Inception? She yeah, she's it's not too much like. of a headache. Oh, yeah, oh, this, this one's going, more. This one will give you a concussion. Though. Oh, is that the one with the dude in the box or something like that? Like he like fused into something? It's not a box. See, like, is it hard to like describe even like watching the I think the I one with Robert Patterson. I don't know about Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. There he's... was a black guy in there. Yeah, well, uh, was it Denzel Washington's son? Yeah, he's John David it. Washington? Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't, like, and whenever D? somebody asks me what it's about, I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. Wait, was there a little girl in there, too? Nope. Nah. That's a different movie. Mm-hmm. That like, is. Because this one is like, they go forward and backwards in time at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Doctor Strange, but more in-depth. Oh. Yeah, your brain hurts. But the action is amazing. The story, like once, even watching it like the third time with you, I'm still picking up new things that I didn't catch. And you're pointing things out that I didn't see in the beginning because there's like so much to the movie. And like even in the script, like because the part that I got stuck at since we just talked about the movie, um, <laughs> the the end scene where Robert Pattinson like goes in the, I don't know during that whole like last fight scene, I lost track of him. I don't know how many times he went in and out of the time machine. Mm-hmm. And even in the script, Christopher Nolan's like, don't even bother try to follow. Just go with the movie. You just have to. Because like he was at the end when he said I wasn't, I wouldn't have been there to get the get to the door in time. 
don't know. Just dope movie. You should check it out. A lot Maybe. of action. She's got, her head's gonna hurt. But, uh, and it's also tied to Inception and Interstellar by some fan theories, which I read that and that made my head hurt worse. Oh, Interstellar no. and Inception are cool. My favorite oh, movies. Well, it made sense because it's the same director. Who's the director? Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they said like there's a Nolan verse that ties Inception, Tenant, and Interstellar together. All, all the... You gotta think so much, kind of. Yeah, that this this is one of the movies. Like I think one theory says that the kid in Inception. Well, basically, Tenet is a result of the technology the kids in Inception use, and Interstellar is supposed to be the far distant future because of the technology that they use in Tenet. Oh my God! And that's why the world is depleted for resources, and Matthew McConaughey goes out and never ages. So if you guys are listening to this, if you are interested, definitely check it out. I feel like out. that meme where he's trying to like point things out and like explain. With all the calculations? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. But yeah, like I, when I watched it, like I expect it to be complicated. So that's why I was so focused on the details of everything. Like I realized the main character doesn't have a name. He was referred by as a protagonist. Not once they mentioned his and name. I didn't even catch that until the second time I watched the movie. Never, he never introduced his name. So they just, boom, they saw him. They knew about him. Here's your task. You got to do this. And then boom, boom, boom. He just does what he got to do. That's too much for me. But right he's now. the one. <laughs> a lot for right now, yes. But he's fighting answers, fighting out. He's the one who set everything up in the future. So it's like the future and the past are talking back to each other, but nobody really knows it. And then at the end, you lose track of who's who and how many times everybody has flipped. Are they going forward or in reverse? That's a no for me. <laughs> That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I was going to say something. It's like, I think you've lost her. Lost her. I don't know. That's why I hate talking about the movie. Well, I love to hate to talk about the movie because it's like, I can't. And then Tenet is 10 forward, 10 backwards, and the name and the title. Yeah. It made sense. I know. <laughs> oh, no. I know. A good day. <laughs> but anyways, um, I did want to ask you guys a question. Because yeah. I don't know if you guys, I told you guys earlier this week, this has been the one year anniversary of the Taj Podcast. Yay! <laughs> All that. Bow, 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 bow. So, and I know, because now I feel like the old person in the room, because it's like I've been doing this for like three plus years now. And back when I first started. Um, back in the buggy days. <laughs> I'm the same technology. <laughs> Honestly, because this, this is the first microphone I bought for the podcast. Um, but what I want to know is like... What are your guys' experience? Like, what have you learned from... Because the first year for me was always the hardest. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, learning to build a schedule and all of that. So mm-hmm. what have you... My fault. What have you guys learned from doing this podcast for this first year? I'll have my sister talk first. I don't know. It's just more of the comfort level and, you know, getting to the topic and actually more focus on those kind of things you know like when we started off it was just all over the place yeah it was just a lot of stories random stuff like i don't know which is the beauty of it like that's how you see yourself being mold and that's why it's important that we post the first episode and just kind of grow from it because people see you like oh you've improved by a lot you know so i went back this past week and listened to one of my like first interviews and it's so cringy to listen to like, I hate the sound of my voice. I hate everything we talked about. I. But don't hate it. That's because that's how you know what you need to do better. But this was like the episode. I didn't realize because 
when we first started, like when people first found out that I was doing a podcast, we had already had a bunch of episodes, uh-huh. and they were like, "Okay, well, since you have all these episodes, where I should start?" I'm like, "Hey, start with this one, this one, and this one." And then I go back and now this past week and listen to the ones I would recommend people, and I'm like, "Why did you listen to this? <laughs> like, this is not good." But um, what about you? And has podcasting like affected your social life at all? Like, have you noticed a change in like the way you talk to people? Because that's one thing I've noticed with me with doing podcasts is I'm way more outgoing or say how you feel. Like you're about know. the same. <laughs> I say whatever I say, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm more filtered with the podcast for sure. Oh, that's not fun. I wish I didn't know that. Just a little bit. Just, just for. Just I don't want com- a whole. Just for confidential. Yeah. yeah, confidentiality. Thank you. Like, but for certain people, she didn't get a consent from. She don't want to mm. expose their life, mm. you know, or my personal stories, you know. You know. Just, just for the sake of it. But anyways. All right, so Dev maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. But yeah. um, to answer your first question, um, for me, I've, ever since you've worked on the podcast and I've kind of watched what you do, like, I paid attention to it. Like, at first I just did it for, like, the merchandise purpose because I was like, oh, cool. We can get stickers, we can get stuff. And then I got more interested, like, oh, okay, so you did interviews, this technique you use. Like, it encouraged me to listen to other podcasters and get kind of, like, some of their input of how they kind of mold their podcast. So I kind of just mimic from that. So it it taught me a lot, actually, because I learned to become more organized. Like, pretty much just utilize my work life in the podcast, because... You know, you gotta you gotta learn how to handle everything. You gotta make sure you get all the you know all the details, and then also like just the small techniques of things. Like I didn't know how important it is like certain mics you have to use, or I don't know certain systems you need to use, or what platform you need to use to utilize and have people listen to your podcast. So that was a lot, but I had a lot of fun with it though. Like, I've, I felt like that's a good learning experience. And that encouraged me to be interested in other people, too. That causes me to kind of look at their stuff and see, like, oh, okay, this is how they do it. Um, but for the second question, what did you ask again for the second one? There was no second question. You pretty much answered both of them, though. Oh, I did? Like, basically, okay. how's the podcast oh, like the changed social your, life. Or just regular yeah, life. social because, life. Oh. Like, but you're just being more organized, because that's one thing that I'm learning that I need to do, because I'm not organized at all. I'm not, but I try to. It's kind of like a forceful habit. Like, I need to be organized. I need to be scheduled. I need to do, because I know that I catch myself slack off. Like, it's so easy for me to just clock out of work and just not think about anything else. But this one, it causes me to think like, okay, so what should we talk about? What, um, what, when we talk about stuff, what in particular we need to talk about? You know, just trying to eliminate the extra stuff, like, because we tend to sidetrack, which is fine too, but at the same time, is it necessary to be sidetracked mm-hmm. by a lot, you know? So that, so whatever it is, like, it's just more technical stuff. Um, that's one thing that I'm just now learning is like the side conversations because I, mm-hmm. our past couple episodes that I've been recording on other ones, I've been like writing down time stamping like our videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like I looked at my notebook and I'm like, okay, we're five minutes here, but my intro isn't until like 30 minutes in. So like I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Be able to organize. Yeah, it's definitely important because if you think about it, if we're like 
up there and we're like more tight schedule and a lot more people are focused on us we want to make sure that that's not a brand new habit to us because mm -hmm. at least it's something that we've already done in the beginning it's just small tweakage to make it better um, but as far as social life goes I think it's normal for me I'm I'm less into social media now though which is it's just me but as far as like trying to talk to people and everything I actually like think a little bit more when I talk because sometimes when I talk I just kind of like blurted stuff out mm. and it makes no sense so now I just kind of watch out but that's about it no I feel it mm -hmm. but yeah any other questions <laughs> no thank you I do want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of it because honestly this no is out of all the podcasts I've recorded this is definitely the most challenging really because is the content or something? Not even that. Well, it's just I know it's a whole different platform. So it's like it is it's going different. from chilling with your boys to your girl around. Ah, uh, it is. Like imagine like you with your girls, but then I show up. Uh -huh. the, like the, it's 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 gonna be different conversations, completely different mediums. And granted, since this is an interracial podcast as well, mm -hmm. that's a whole, our audiences are different. Like it's. Yep. So it's like, okay, how do I get my message across without bringing, how do I bring a different type of positive energy to the table? Like, mm -hmm. my contributions and things like that. Because with, when I'm with the homies, I could, we could literally just freestyle a whole episode. Mm -hmm. And there'd be no awkward silence. It wouldn't make sense to anybody else, but, like, either way, we still had a good time. So it's like, this podcast has taught me organization, planning, trying to juggle this and manage my, and a lot of stuff that I've learned from this podcast, I've applied to all the other stuff, too. Which is good. It's it comes hand in hand. And it's like, especially with things that have gone on recently, with like the whole Asian hate thing. After talking to y'all, I'm able to go talk to my friends and like calm them down. That I'm glad. Because in the beginning it was like, oh no, fuck every Asian I know, and I'm like, bro, hold on, <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Because you you know it gets pretty animated. It is. It's in the heated moment, and which I I get. But it's I like after it. having conversations with y'all, I was able to relate to them in ways that they would understand. Mm -hmm. Like, look, <laughs> yeah. it's the government, it's the white man. Yeah, well, at the same time, you kind of have to look at things, like, multiple ways and angles. If you're one-sided, you're kind of blinded by every other direction mm -hmm. that's coming through. So, and that's what I thought it about. It just makes you ignorant. Yes, true. Right. Makes you ignorant, and it makes you feel like you're so clouded with this certain concept or perspective that you have in the get-go, and you're just not growing from it. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not, you're, it sounded like you don't want to learn more from it. You're just like, you're this not is, open to hearing. Yeah, it's like, this but, is what I got. I'm going to stick with that. And a lot of times, especially like with talking to people, if they feel some way about something, they're mm -hmm. so clouded by their emotions, they really aren't hearing what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. So you have to like find a way to appeal to their emotions and let right. them know like, yo, this ain't that. Yeah. So by talking exactly. to y'all and having like the, our different discussions and mm -hmm. different scenarios that I normally wouldn't talk about with anybody else mm -hmm. has made me a better conversationalist and Yeah, and you kind of have to read the person and the room too when you like introduce them or trying to mm -hmm. get to their point of view. Which which I get. It's part of being human. Like when we're in a certain mood or a certain, you know, emotion, it's just kind of like you have to like feel it. Mhm. Mm yeah. I get it. So, but yeah, so I do want to thank y'all for expanding my horizons and You're taking me international. You are very welcome. Now you know what it's like <laughs> to be, kind of be Thai-ish. <laughs> for sure. And it's like I don't have the luxury of being ignorant. Like, I can't. Not really. 
And honestly, trying to learn a new language is a skill in itself that, like, I feel like has led to... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say renaissance or whatever this journey, whatever I'm calling this journey that I'm on now. We'll call it a journey. <laughs> My campaign. Yeah, that works. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to thank you and get you guys' opinion on that. No, that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait for more time to come. Sure. It's not far. It's like, I know that a lot of, a lot of workplace have already been back at work, but our... No, workplace is starting to. How do you feel about it, going back to work? Oh, my manager asked me about it. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I think that's everybody's response at the moment. Well, like, even though, like, where I work, it's a big building, but still, mm -hmm. it's not like you can separate these people within six feet at all times. It's, like, it's Eventually, difficult. you're going to have to run cross paths with people, you mm -hmm. know? Oh, yeah. It's, like, impossible to, like. Even when vaccinated, it's, yeah, so I wouldn't. The way I see it is, like, we caught bed bugs from this place. So it's like, you mm -hmm. should expect me to not catch this disease that's spread around this uninsulated building? Mm-hmm. Like, bed this bugs, is worse. This is like flu. death. Just kidding. I don't know. Broken bed bugs elevator. felt like death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, felt like, yeah, it's gross. And, like, I don't know. I just don't, like, like, yeah, our buildings are, I just don't trust people. Like, we spent the whole last year getting people to spend 30 seconds to wash their hands. So it's like, and now you're saying that we don't have to, we're life back to normal, and you're going to have those people who just don't give a fuck? And I'm like, ugh, nah. And, like, I feel like our building is just way too small, and there's way too many people. Because, like, there's people who got hired who's never seen the building before, so they'll be giving mm -hmm. tours and stuff like that. So I'm like, uh, yeah, uh. It's like, no. It's the most infectious place. Well, so far. And then, like, I asked my manager, I was like, yo, are we going to get, like, any notification if there's, like, a COVID outbreak or if somebody gets COVID? She was like, well, you know, the health I records are no personal. Guarantee. Yeah. And I'm like, but. It's kind of vital information. <laughs> right. This is an airborne and you're wearing this yeah. system. You're but not just going to be like, it's like oh, tight as school. And it's like, if we're not having meetings and stuff like that, why do I need to be here? Let me go home and play my video games and work on, from home. Well, don't tell her that, but yes. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me play FIFA a little bit on my lunch break. Right. It, I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's just more of like a business aspect. Like, they're just kind of weighing it out. Like, okay, well, maybe it's better off we have people go back home. And part of that reason could have been like people's performance. Well, it's the connection, too. You don't mm -hmm. really have a strong connectivity program with work if you're not at the building. Which I True. Get. Because the first a lot of like lag time. Yeah, the first year was when I lived by myself was rough, so I get that part. Like not going to work, not having that interaction. I miss. I don't miss it now, but back then, like I get it. It was very depressing, but it's just like now it's just like you got your mask. You got your mask. I'm gonna go back and like nobody's gonna recognize me. I would hate to have to wear a mask a whole time. You have to. Yeah, I am. That's worse. And plus, you probably so have to wear gloves too, because that's not your keyboard. Somebody else. Well, so like, do your... we work in a factory here? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I know. We need a gas mask. We look like we bagging up the vaccine ourselves. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No. No thanks. No, it's it's bad, cause cause not only the keyboard is old, someone else probably be sitting on your desk. Oh yeah, people and if be we're, borrowing seats. All right, and if we're on a rotational <laughs> schedule, you can't tell me we're not desk sharing. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're sharing. That's why they said to take your belongings back when you go back to work. Mm, they said, well, they, my team supposedly is not desk sharing, but like. 
So is mine. But mine too, but I don't trust them. People right. be trying to move around. They could be sitting in your spot because every spot have like an X. Like they always have to keep like Yeah, they distance, can't really sit suppose. in there. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to go back. Nobody wants to go back, but we kind of have to. <laughs> I know when I go back, I, I probably won't get recognized, especially if I have a mask on. Like, because back, when I was looking at, at pictures from last year. My hair was all, like, super short. I was a little bit thicker. Huh. Really? Yeah. Like, like cause it wasn't on Snapchat. It came up. My hair didn't even, I had no drop to my hair. It was just short, like, little. And I thought it was long, too. I was like, oh, yeah, my hair getting long. Nope. I don't know. This is longer. And I was a little bit thicker, so I'm going to come back slim. Like, what is it? Yeah. So you may have to beat them off with a stick, but. Yeah, I'm going to have to try to wear my jeans or something. A few times. Shoot, and I gotta buy new clothes because none of my clothes fit now. Yeah, I'm not used to my <laughs> non. What do you call it? Leggings. Yeah. Look, leggings is my life. It is so comfortable. And I feel like if y'all can wear leggings to work, I should be able to wear gray sweatpants. Yeah. Gray joggers. They're not gonna let us. Some, I think someone was about to ask about the dress code, but they asked about masks first. <laughs> I'm glad they asked about the mask. So yeah, you know what they You can just wear whatever at work. No way. You it's know, a workplace. People at my workplace, they dress pretty, um, when I see them well, on the weekends. Because building it's where like, you work at. Mm. It really depends on the building where you work at. Like, if you work at my building, that's like the oh, most yeah, professional. Oh, yeah, it's booted. Yeah, you can't. You can't be wearing whatever you're wearing at my um, workplace. What they said, Brooks Brothers won't cut it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 nope. Nope, not at all. Whereas you come to ours, you can wear sweatpants. Wear sweatpants or freaking blanket. <laughs> <laughs> a snuggie. You know, I've heard too, before, this is before COVID, um, someone had a blanket around them and someone complained about how they have blanket wrapped around them because the building was cold. Yeah, it's like you can't be walking around with a blanket. Who are you, a you superman? shouldn't. <laughs> Who are you, a kid with a cake? What are you, Linus? <laughs> right. There's a sword under that. That's, that's how the bed bugs came about. Right. Oh, shake my head. But that's what you say. It's a cloak. Can't see me. <laughs> I clearly see you. That's what I would do. You know what? <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. Next winter, I'm rocking cloaks all winter. No, you're not. That's a wizard you... cloak. I'm gonna get like a Gucci cloak. Ugh. First of all. More like a poochie. <laughs> but thank the, you, thank you. Poochie cloak. Poochie. With fur around the neck. Your faux fur. It's, it's gonna be a furberry. Oh Sounds my. like a Burger King kind of cloak. I'll be warm. <laughs> it's gonna have like Under Armour material on the inside, so it's insulated. No, I'm gonna buy you a blanket that looks like a tortilla, so you look like a little burrito. That could be culturally appropriating. That is true. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's, a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> Maybe a hot dog? That's American. I can do that. Ask me about my wiener. Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> dirty 30. Sidetrack. Dirty 30. Mm, episode 30. He's just saying it because it's 30. Oh, it's yeah, she asked age. me about my wiener. Um, but what, what did you want to talk about today? You said you had a ghost story, right? Yes, I have a ghost story for for everyone. I was going to say for you guys, but it's actually for everyone. But it's like one of the... I want to give it a try because I love... Well, me and my sister, we've listened to ghost stories from when we were like little kids. And it's just like one of the things... Maybe it's a Thai thing too. 
like Thai kids love love to listen about ghost stories and just kind of like sit around and just. But it's like a way of teaching. Like it's it, it is kinda a lesson in a way. Learn but when, from that. But when we're younger, we don't think much of it. Well, I don't know. For me, when I was younger, I take it as more of like an entertainment, like kind of scare, kind of you know reason behind of why you want to tell a story but now when you're older you kind of think about it it's like well what's the root cause of it and why did you get why, why did this you, happen yeah why did this happen to you or why did you go to this place the first time like well, why are you harassing this person or something like that but yeah it, but it's it's just it's just one of the common things like we have like i think it's the environment too it's just the scenery it's like when it's at scary night scary as fuck and we have like a lot of like old cultural places locations we have temples uh we just have a whole and bunch a lot of, of weird sounds <laughs> at night <laughs> well besides from crickets and stuff but yeah there's some weird so cat sounds it sounds like a baby <laughs> oh, i was like what God. the fuck one one cat Oh was it God. was it art was it grandma's places yeah it was the, the cat that sounded like a kid that hurt it says oh Oy! it was a cat i was like oh yeah, hell no <laughs> that was cat was a human in this past life i don't know we don't know i heard mm-hmm. it at my grandma's house I there's don't some know weird it. shit that we <laughs> experienced when we were young oh my even God. do you remember that time in the shadow where a box like stopped Stacked up. Leaned against, and it looked like a woman leaning against the window. And it was the window where all of us were sleeping. No one was sleeping in that No area. one slept in that corner. And we got up in the morning, and I think our um, house housekeeper, keeper. she told us, oh, it's a mop that was just laid up like this. And but it literally looked box. like someone like yeah, sitting, sitting like but, a traditional but way. if you think about it, sis, when we saw the shadow, it was more, it was less boxy look. It was more of a perfect form. That's freaky. Now I thought about it. Yeah, oh, there's some weird shit. There's some weird shit in Thailand. Oh, yeah. You don't want to fuck with. <laughs> no, not at all. But yes, anyway, so I'm going to give you the ori- origin of this story, though. So this story, I was listening during work, obviously. I cannot listen to it at night. Ooh, give me nightmares. But I was listening at work, and it was originated from this um the radio it's called the ghost radio this is in thailand his name is jack he's like one of the main hosts so to he first started off as like a radio show where he has like people call in and share their uh supernatural experience or their ghost stories or whatever um but he was like heavily into it but at the same time he's also scared of ghosts too but he he is just his interest and he's been doing it for a long time so he was so it was so popular to extent that he has a podcast and then his own show, like a show where he brings out the storyteller and have them tell the story live. So that's what it is. But this story is originated from him, so he heard it from someone else again. So it's not my story, but I'm gonna translate it as mm. best as I can. Okay, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be so nervous. But please, um, okay, before I tell the story, please keep in mind that the purpose of me telling the story is not to offend anybody or anything. Um, it's more of a life lesson and just kind of like a being cautious of yourself and being respectful of the area of where you're at. Because 
we're 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 just human and we don't think about things and we when we get hit or have certain impact on our life we thought about it later so i just want everyone to be very careful of what you do and thailand is just very like what's the word sis yeah lo blue like yeah um, it's more of a respect thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you gotta be respectable of every location, every place, even from the dirt to the trees to the house. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you really don't know what's really happening there. Right. You don't know what's you don't going on. Right. <laughs> right. And 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 also, I wanted to like try out because I do love hearing ghost stories, but I really he- hear, um, I guess like ghost stories being translated from like a Thai story to an English story. So I'm going to give it a try. But if it's if it's successful, then I will continue on. But I'm going to give it a try. Okay. So the title of this story is called Seven Day Expiration Date. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Are you <clears throat> okay. ready? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's okay, like you're scared to say it. <laughs> you keep asking for reassurance. I am. I'm like, I don't know the story, so I'm waiting here. <laughs> okay, so um, so the story actually is, uh, the story actually takes place about a salesperson. So this is a salesman in Thailand. So he he's like one of the first top sellers. He was very popular, popping, you know getting all these sales and money and stuff. Is it like a door-to-door sale or more like a corporate thing? It's a big corporation, but it's a common thing for like people who want like quick money, fast money. So commission? So it's like selling knives? Like Vector? They didn't go, he didn't go into specifics about what kind of sales okay. it is. He just said that he's a popular salesman, you know, collecting money, uh, reaching out to different customers. But this... Jim this, Albert. So this... This whole story takes place in Isan, which is about northeast of Thailand, but that's just the area that he gets to go to, and that's where it's like the top spot of getting all the customers. So this guy, his name is uh, Yao. Um, Yao, he, you know, he was, you know... Yao, like Wong? Yes. This is a Thai story, so I'm translating everything. So Yao is a top seller. So he's been out and about, and he's in Isan during that time. So what he did is he found a hotel, you know, picked a hotel, fell asleep, woke up the next morning, and had breakfast. And while he was having breakfast, he realized the um, the cafeteria or, like, the area where you eat breakfast, um, he realized there wasn't, like, a lot of people around. However, he did spot one person on, like, a few tables down that are like have this uh, salesperson outfit, like kind of like him, like the khakis, the polo. This sounds so familiar. I don't think you've heard it, but but I mean, if you heard it, that's cool. But anyway, so he was he spotted a guy, and he kept looking at him, and the guy realized, you know how you like stare at somebody, and someone feel it, and they turned around and looked. So he walked over to Yao, and he's like. Why are you staring at me? And he was like startled. He was like, "Oh no, I was just looking at you because I haven't seen another salesperson in this area." Yeah, and he's like you're another. Sa- well, um, there is other salesperson, but they're all scattered out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of odd to see them in the same hotel or something like that, or at the same time. So he's kind of like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I I work. I'm a salesman too." 
So they sat down, they had a kick, uh, quick chit chat, and they talked about work stuff, sales, talked about what company worked for and everything. And this guy that he met is Thun. His name is Thun. Thun? Thun. So Thun asked him, he's like, do you like, um, do you like listening, do you like um, strange stories, like ghost stories? And since they've already like been chit-chatting, talking about regular stuff, so they're probably comfortable with each other at that point. And Yao was like, yeah, yeah, I, I love ghost stories. I mean, I'm hella scared of ghosts, but I love ghost stories. But tell me. He's like, well, have you ever encountered anything strange before? And he's like, no, I've never encountered anything strange. She's like, okay, well, let me tell you a story. So this is Thun now. Thun mm-hmm. is telling his story. So this is this is his perspective now. So he told a story of how he is like one of the top seller salesmen too, same as Yao. Like he does the same thing. He goes out hunting for customers, um, driving every direction around that area. So mind you, he stays in the hotel, but he's willing to drive further, you know, to get whatever he needs to get. There was one night as he was trying to drive back to the hotel, this is like a really long drive. He was, he needed to go to the bathroom. Like every place he passed, there wasn't any gas station. There wasn't any rest area. It was all, you know, it was just so pitch black dark. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pee at this spot. So what he did is he got out of his car, did his business, came back up, drove to his, drove to his hotel. So, and and the area that he said he peed is, he got to an area where there's like a hilltop slope, but you can still drive by it. So, you know, he peed there, he left. He didn't think much of it. He says like, I'm, you know, I, I just gotta go. So what happened here is when he got, the time he came back to the hotel, he got into his room, took a shower, did his regular routine, fell asleep. When he fell asleep, he was like, almost in his deep sleep but couldn't because he woke up because all of a sudden his room was very very cold like extremely cold like the temperature had dropped all of a sudden he's like that's so weird so he like went to go grab his blanket um to tell you guys when he sleeps he he said that when he normally sleeps he doesn't like to sleep in a pitch black room so what he does is he opens the bathroom light, leave the door open so like a little okay. sunlight comes through it just so just so he feels like it's not too dark. But anyway, as he was grabbing the blanket to, you know, cover himself, he like when you know how you feel like you're like half awake, half sleepy, mm-hmm. but you like he looked over at that little crack of light and he saw like a quick shadow went through really quick he's like the fuck is that so he was like so I guess he approached it because he was he wasn't at first he didn't want to think much of it because it could have been anything you know while you're half awake half asleep you're Mm -hmm. just kind of imagining god knows what and plus he stays at a hotel but anyway so he 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 went over to look at the bathroom like what the fuck is that so he opened the bathroom door he saw this dark shadow like really tall dark shadow so the feet is on the ground so it's hunched over head all the way up to the ceiling 
and just kind of saw like a woman's hair all the way down covering her face. Grudge? Like a grudge, yes. And um and she like pointed at him. She said, I found you. Damn. She's like, I Yeah, she's like, I found you and I'm gonna take you down with me. And next thing you know it, his phone alarm woke him up and he just got up from his sleep sleep. So he was like, what the hell is that? He didn't think much of it because he doesn't know, first of all, why is he having this nightmare? Like, what what did he do? So he was just like, okay, I, I guess it's just one of those nightmares. So he went the following day, did his own business, you know, just kind of worked, you know, did his little salesman business, like walking door, meeting customers. And as he was, during the time he was working, he did pass this one monk that came like the opposite way. This monk had mentioned something. He, he looked at him, and, and when he said things, he kind of said it vague. He didn't want to say it specifically, but he told Ton that um, you should remove her. Like, you, you, should get her, you should get her out of you because she, she, whatever is attached to you doesn't mean well at all. And then he just left. The monk just left. The guy was like, what the heck is he talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of like, okay, that's a weird omen. But he, it, it kind of made him, like, you know, feel a certain way because he couldn't work. He couldn't function because all he could think about is what that monk said. And typically, when a monk says something to you, for Thai people typically, we do take it by heart. Because some monks can see things that we can't. Or some mm-hmm. monks can feel things that we can't. And... We kind of don't want to dismiss that. So what he did is he called his mom and he told her, like, you know, this monk said something about me and I'm a little scared. I I don't know what it meant. And his mom's like, oh, okay, okay. So his mom told him, like, just wait at the hotel and I'll meet you there. So when the mom came to the hotel and met up with him, she says that I do recommend you seeing this, um, I wouldn't call like a voodoo doctor, but she called him uh, Pama. So he's kind of like a spiritual doctor. Like a shaman? Yeah, yeah, like a shaman. Perfect. Yes, like a shaman. So, okay. Well, he's like, okay, that's cool. That's reassuring. At least there's some remedy to it. But um, but they can't go until the next day. He One thing he did not mention to her was a dream that he had. Because he, he didn't think that there was any relation to it. He yeah. just kind of a dream is a dream. Right, correct. So he just kind of like, okay, man, you know, there's, there's, there's no need to scare my mom or worry my mom <laughs> even more. That kind of scared me, but anyway. So, so the following day, they went to a, sh- was it a shaman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they went to go see a shaman. Shaman. Shaman, thank you. They went to go Shaman. see a... <laughs> Sherman. Sherman. P. Sherman. What's the address? So they, uh, they went to go see a shaman. However, and this is the weird, more weird incident, a shaman saw the mom and thun walking, and he immediately stopped them right at the gate before they walked into his house. It's like, you stand right there. You stand right there. Don't even think about coming into my place. You just stand right there. And the, and the mom and the son was like confused, like why we we talked about this. We aren't you supposed to help us? Like how are you gonna help us if we're just standing outside of your house? Mm. He's like, I don't need that entity in my house. It's like I don't need it. Like you stand right there. And he was creating all sorts of like 
commotion and people who are around that neighborhood like first they like came over to see what's going on but then people slowly disappeared like as if they saw something too or they felt something mm. too so they like slowly spread out so the mom and Thornton was freaking out they're like okay well what is this like is this worse than it is and he said that um so he said he record he recommend them to come back the following day he can't do anything today at this time because maybe it's late at night and, but he said, don't. Don't even think about stepping foot back in here. Like, you just go home. So what they did is they went back home, went to the hotel. He slept like usual, woke up with the same, woke up with the nightmare. Because <clears throat> this time, and this is like the third day, I believe. This is the third nightmare that he had that was like actually intense. That he feels like he needs to tell his mom. So this time, the usual sleep. He fell asleep. As he was sleeping, he felt like this cold temperature, but at the same time, he had he had this feeling that something was above his head now. So when he was you know uh, when you were sleeping, you know how you have like this headboard, like yeah. you can put stuff on it. So he felt that there's something on top of the headboard, crouched over, and the hair is so long it like cover his whole body, and he can't move. Like, he can't move anywhere yes. or anything. Like, he was really freaking out. Like, I think he was tearing up, too. Like, Oh, like sleep paralysis? Yes, but, but, you, but, he could, but he could feel it. Like, something is on him. Like, he was so scared. But he was like, oh, my God, I can't move anymore. And this is, like, the most intense one. So he had to tell his mom now. He's like, Mom, I, three days in a row now, or a few times now, I'm having the same dream of the same woman. I don't know what it is. I think it might be related to something, but I have to tell you. Like, I, I, I don't know what it is, Mom. So when they went to go see the shaman, and it's weird, too. The shaman had the table with all the ritual things, all the stuff, right in front of his house. So he still insists, don't come inside his house at all. Like, you stand right by the gate. I'll take care of everything. However... When he did the whole ritual and everything, he did he did um, ask the guy that, um, what did you do to piss someone off this much? Because this person really wants you. And like, I, I don't so, know, like, I don't know what you did, but I, I, this perhaps whatever's attached to you is really wanting more than that. However, whatever he you know remedied on his end he said that's still not enough he's like you still need to go to the temple and take care of the rest because whatever i can do is only lightening it but i can't i can't do any further this is this is all up to how the monk is going to handle it so the thon and mom went to the temple so they went to the temple the monk did their own ritual and everything however the monk recommended that he need to be ordained by what? So he needed to be ordained and he needs to do a lot of charity work within the temple. Just, you know, just... So ordained, like become a monk? Yeah, just... No, uh, practice it for a certain time period. Not mm. devoted completely. Not devoted monk, but oh. yes. But you still have to so shave like your certain. head. Yeah. Shave, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you still need to do it. So he okay. says that to do it for three days, be a monk for three days, and the other three days... You should do all the, you know, tambuna. 
uh, you know, you should. Good deed. Yeah, do some good deeds, whatever you can, to to cleanse that. He, but the monk did recommend it that you only have seven days to do this. So if you can pass seven days, you are in luck. But if you did not pass seven days, it's all up to karma at this point. I can't help you anymore. But he still didn't give him information of what what it is or what's going what on. Nobody knows because it's just kind of like I don't know. I've, or maybe the monk know and he can't really say much. But but all they know. Something he want to freak him out. Right. True. He don't want to freak him out. But at the same time, he you got to do what you got to do. So that's that's exactly what Thun did. He you know. He was a monk for three days, went to multiple temples, did good deeds for three days. So six days time span of the last time he spoke with the monk, everything was good and dandy, you know. He hasn't had nightmares. He was feeling great. Um, but, but he was like, okay, that feels good. And that was kind of like the end of the story of Thun when he was referring back to when he was talking to Yao. So he told Yao, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's... That's pretty much. And Yao was like, you're pretty lucky then. Because it seems like you've you made it out alive. So you're doing great. And Thun was like, you, you think so? You think that was lucky? And he was like, oh, well, we're about an hour now. So I have to go. I can't be out long. I got to go. So he left. He went around the corner to the parking lot. And that was the last time Yao saw him. So yeah, I was like, okay, that's an interesting story. You know, if like for a random stranger to tell you a ghost story, like right dab in like the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So what he did, so he was like, okay, whatever. So he did, so when Yao was done eating, he went upstairs, did his normal routine, took a shower and all this stuff. As he was sleeping, he all of a sudden felt like a cold temperature in his room. This Damn. is Yao. And Yao was mm. like... Pass it on to him. We'll, we'll, we'll see. So Yao... We'll come back dragon. So Yao was like, why is this room so cold? I was like, damn, okay. So he crouched over to grab his blanket. And as he was grabbing his blanket, something fell on the floor like... Right next to him. So he, he, he didn't have a light on. So his room is pitch black. So he turned on the light and he was like, oh, that's a weird... That's weird. Uh... A scenic picture fell on the ground. So he's like, okay, normal. So what he did is, because the scenic picture was like around, along the same side where his head was leaning towards the wall. So he turned around, came back to hang that picture back in the same position. But before he hung the picture, he saw like a, um, and that was the word I was struggling with you, but it was like, it was, it was written on a shock, but it was kind of like a uh, symbol of some sort. Binyan. Mm-hmm. And he, like, freaked out. He's like, oh, my God. Why Wait, is, is that? It? It's a... Um, what was the word you It's used? like a seance thing. Like a symbol. Yeah, it was, like, anoint. Anointed. What's the, what's the word that you, that you just used for it? Yan. Yan? Yan. Yan. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. So, he saw that, and... Mind you, I'm going to educate people who are not Thai. So typically when you see that on a wall inside the room, that means it's keeping some certain entity from coming out. So that's not good luck. 
you keep an entity in in the room that mm-hmm. you're staying in, that's yeah. not good. Typically, you should keep it on the front of the door. Keep front of the door to keep it out, not keep it in. So he was freaking out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? So what he did is, he didn't think much, but he was so scared because immediately he thought, ghosts, ghosts, there's ghosts in here. So <laughs> it was four in the morning too. So he ran downstairs with the scenic picture, <laughs> came down to the front desk, like hysteric. Like he, he's like, oh my God. He's like, I, I don't know what it is, but why do you have Yun right on the door? Like, what, what is this? You're on the wall. I'm sorry, yes, on the wall. And he was freaking out. And there was two front desks during that time. One of the front desks was really quiet, but kind of suspicious, like they know something, but they didn't want to say something. Mm-hmm. But the other front desk was just, you know, was just being a good customer, trying to provide good customer service. They're like, oh no, calm down. What what happened? Like, please tell me what happened. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he told him the whole story of like, you know, fell, he saw all that. And, and he's like, you have to, it's like, I'm going to file a complaint. Like, this is not okay. You can't just assign me this room. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what I wanted. Like, I don't, I don't need no bad juju to come with me or anything. And this is not my hometown. So <laughs> the front desk is like, okay. It's trying to calm Yao down. And it's like, okay, well, I can't, we can't do anything at this point. He's like, well, I need you to come with me right now so I can go grab my stuff. And it's like, not quite morning. It's like four in the morning, so it's still dark. Mm-hmm. So the front desk was like, "That's sketchy." We can you please wait until the morning? I'll I'll tell you everything, but we can't do anything right now. That sounds so familiar. Wait, said I'll tell you everything? Like so they know? No, not I'm sorry, not tell you everything, but they'll give every they'll, they'll help situate. Yeah, they'll situate, yeah. help him go, escort him to the room, get his things and everything. But. But they said that, but you have to calm down. Like, we can't, but I, I can't come with you upstairs right now. Mm-hmm. Like, can you wait until the morning? That looks all bad at 4 a.m. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, oh, fuck that. Well, I'm not going up there by myself. So he was he was hanging on to the scenic picture and pretty much fell asleep in the lobby. Because he refused <laughs> to go back up. Refused. He's like, this is, this is, this is crazy. I'm, I'm not going to. So what he did is he pretty much just... What he pretty much did is they went together. Wait, is this morning? Okay. Yeah, he slept until morning. Okay. Like until what? daylight. There you can see sunlight and everything. So mm. um so he just pretty much went upstairs with the guy with the front desk and he helped him put stuff and everything. And I don't think they didn't mention about being checked out or anything. But one of the things that uh Yao realized is Prior to that incident happened, like just a few hours, he realized when he came down by himself to eat dinner, there was absolutely nobody around. And he was expecting Thorn to be there. Mm-hmm. So he asked the front desk earlier before, like, um, is this Thorn person stayed here? Like, he should be back by now. He went to the parking lot forever. Like, for a typical salesperson instinct is like, you work like nine to five. You don't work nine to midnight or anything mm-hmm. like that. Not American. Right. You're, at one point, you're going to have to come back because he just didn't think much of it. He was just kind of like, you know, I want to see him again. He's a salesperson too. That's homie. Yeah, we had a great talk. Like we shared, you know, he shared a scary story with me and all this stuff. And <laughs> and one, the front desk was like, 
no, we don't have a person in this name. And that's when you realize the other one that was like suspicious mm-hmm. was like kind of knew something. And he's like, and the other front desk was like, no, I don't see there's in this name. Like, so he didn't, Yao didn't think much of it. But that's prior to the incident of like the whole picture frame falling on the floor and him waking up to it. So when as he was gathering his things, he came downstairs. The front desk told him that there's a place he wants to take him. Like I, he's like, I want to take you. I want to take you somewhere. Did the so, friend told him this? Mm-hmm. The one that helped him brought his stuff. Like, went, went upstairs with him, gathered his stuff, and then when they came downstairs, he said that he wanted to show him something. Now, in Thailand, does that happen often? Like, does a spirit just come in and have a room? And if so, do you get your money back? Can I finish? I'll finish the story. Okay. And I'll give you all that. It depends on the location. Hold the questions. Yes, please. I apologize. It's okay. Um... Because then, because if you ask me this, then I forgot the story. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Right, so he took him to the place. Yes, yeah, so he took him to the place. So what he did is the front, one of the front desk employee rode his little motorcycle and Yao followed him. So they followed him and they drive by past the mileage sign and it's kind of close by the hilltop. So the where front. He, huh? Where he, that person peed. I guess. But, so he came down on the motorcycle, knocked on the door. He's like, hey, we're here now. He's like, where are we? He's like, just come down. So he brought him over to the location. He said, when, before he showed him the location of, you know, like, uh, of where Thun peed, this location has a lot of gotong. Um, it's made out of, like, um, bam, uh, banana leaves. Okay. So it's like a banana leaf, like, and it has like a candle and a food in. So this is typically. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen those. Yes. So those are typically for like either the dead person or feeding the spirit. Like in that movie that we watched. Um, yes. Yeah. And yeah, but the strange thing is that area is flooded with gatong. A lot, a lot of it. Like not one or two, like a lot. And the front desk was pointed at him, and he's like. Thun peed right here. He's like, and? Mm, so? so mm. And he was like, why are you telling me this that he peed right here? I want you to tell me why you assigned me that room in the hotel. That's what my concern is. And he's like, just come with me. So as they were walking down like a few miles down from where the location so, is at. So Thun peed on the... Where that area is. Yeah, what... One, like the what you just called the... Katom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they walk further down. Um, the front desk, they never he never disclosed his name, but the front desk says that there was one incident, and this happened a few years back. Um, Bun, on his way, so I guess assuming the seventh day, on his way back, because since Bun was, you know, feeling okay, he felt like he's able to go back to work, same usual thing. When he was on, on his way back from work, past that same pathway, he was driving normally, and this is all the people around the neighborhood witness. They saw him drive normally, but out of the blue, he swerved, like swerved and hit an area. And his body flew out of his car, head cracked, head laid on the cotone. 
Oh, dang. Mm. Right there. And he died instantly. And that's where the guy said, that's where Thun peed. That's where he died. Mm. That's where he died. Well, the car was there, but his body flew here. Mm. Yeah, so, and the guy got the heebie-jeebies, and he was like, what do you mean? Because I was talking to Thun at broad daylight. Like, why why are you telling me this? He's like, he's he's dead. He's dead. Like, Mm -hmm. he's been dead. But you're lucky because typically Thun comes back in a different form. He comes back in the other form. Damn. You're lucky enough to see him in broad daylight he just you. in a perfect form. So there's sto- more story to it. So can, uh, can I ask a quick question? Just, so just for what, just for our listeners, for the ones who aren't tired, what is it? Katong? Yes. What are those used for? Katong. And like, what's the significance of it? Because I feel like we gloss over that, and our listeners may not know what that actually is. Um, Katong is more of like. For spir- spiritual use, um, we mostly use it to. Oh God, you asked me to. Because isn't it like food for like? So it can use both ways for good and to keep. My gosh, you asked me too soon. I'm just asking from the American standpoint, and because I feel like that's a that's something now because since I know what it is because we watch movies and stuff like that, I feel like that's a big deal. It's like okay. He peed on this. This is where he died. But that not it used for like food for, I don't know, like spirits Wait, or ancestors? ซาโบเวซีมันไม่ค่อยมีกระทงไม่ใช่หรอมีจ้ะสามแพงมีแต่กระทงมันเป็นแบบเนาะอืออือเนาะมีกระทงเลยหรออือหือเนาะอือหือ
what experience he had was because that room was assigned to him. It, that used to be the room that Thon loves to stay in. The only reason being is because that room was secluded from all other room. So it's kind of like the end of the hallway by the stairway kind of like deal. And Thon loves privacy. He loves to be, you know, in his own and everything. And that's why that room. But since many years have passed and I'm sure Monk has went through it, cleansed the spirit out and everything. It's just, it's just happened. Like, but some people saw him in a different form. Employee himself seen it. Mm-hmm. He said one time he was driving back to work. He passed that area and a little bit close by to the signage where that hilltop area, he saw a guy that was crouching over too and just kept leaning back and forth and, and he kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he was at first, because I believe he saw a car too, he thought it was an accident and he was like, that's weird. So he got off the bike just being a nice person like, did you need help? Like, mm. what happened? And this guy just kept rocking. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. So he only moved because they were standing diagonally from each other. He only moved his head like this. And it cracked like that. And he just kept leaning like that. Damn. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The front. That's how the front desk Holy saw shit. him. But he knew right off the bat that was Thun. He's like, that's, uh, that's, that's definitely him. Okay. And um, the other story was the mom... She clarified that on the seventh day, she had this weird dream. She had a dream that her son came to her. So it was like the the background behind it was all pitch black. And it was a spotlight of her son. Mm-hmm. And her son said that, it's like, Mom, I don't have that much time left. Um, I have to go now. And before he even get to finish his sentence, there was a long hand grabbed his face and just pushed him into the darkness, and he disappeared. And that's when she found out he passed away already. That's terrifying. So that was the seventh day. So the story about the Coton. So there was a few people that have stated that um, there's a really young woman who lived in the neighborhood around that area. Unfortunately, she got raped. Mm -hmm. She got raped by seven men brutally raped like so out of shape they didn't leave she didn't die instantly but as if she felt like she wanted to die Mm -hmm. so um one of the things that she did was she like crawled out of the area that she got raped as she was crawling out she had to hang on to her clothes Mm -hmm. so the few times that thun have dreamed about her he dreamt that this figure had her hand held on the side. He couldn't, ex- he couldn't, he didn't understand what was the meaning behind it, but he now he knows that the meaning is she was trying to hang on to her clothes because when her hair was down on his face, she was doing the same thing. Um, but later on, when she was crawling out, she passed away. Mm. Like, I, I don't, we don't know, brutally, we don't know like what caused her pass away, but she passed away right in the spot where they have a lot of cartoon. Mm-hmm. And that cartoon was all for her. Mm-hmm. And that's where dude peed. Yes. So <laughs> they believe that the reason behind it is she may be revengeful still. And due to the fact of what yeah. due to the fact that Thun did what he did and he happened to be a man too, it's kind of disrespecting. And mm-hmm. it was pitch black. I don't blame him, but he got to be careful of what he does. And he doesn't even take action because 
unfortunately he doesn't know what he did um but yeah so that's what they claim that she passed away in that area and that's due to that but they also believe too that the reason mm-hmm. thon is still lingering around is she may have taken his soul to be like <sighs> because she's still there um what was the word collecting souls not quite collecting it's like typically when you die in the same location sometimes you're a replacement of that soul so that soul can be reborn again but this this situation is different it's more of like do you know what that means so it's kind of like a person part of the crew or something i don't know the correct word but we don't have any like confirmation yeah, we transcendental. No, I'm not talking about though. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't have the correct confirmation of it, but but that's what they all believed. But yeah, that's Damn. what happened. Mm-hmm. So did the guy who rented the room? Did he live or? Mm-hmm. He's the one that told the story. Called in and told Jack about it. Oh. Because it was his story that he encountered directly. So how fun. do you, so how do you get away from that? Did you just stop staying in the room and then all oh, that was. Pretty much I'm, forgiven altogether? Or? Honestly speaking, ever since he know the whole story, he may have left the hotel and just try not to disrupt anymore. And apologize and... I mean... You, like, is there a way to... Like, how do you get something like that off of you? I think that story for him, that experience he did, is more of like... Thon is trying to tell people what happened to him. Mm. You know, kind of learn from what he mm-hmm. did from his mistake. Okay. But just being known because it happened to be the same room of where he used to stay. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know how like, spirits kind of are familiar to where they were. And they're kind yeah. of mm-hmm. low-key possessive. Yeah. That yeah. was his favorite room. Yeah. So they kind of linger around there. And that's why that hotel, obviously people know about him. It's kind of like a storytelling thing. Like That's why you hear about some things like... Even like scary movies of a ghost showing how they died, mm-hmm. just so you could they could tell the, these people like this is how I died, you know, kind of yeah, kind of like that, I guess. Fuck fake news. Yeah. This is what happened. Yeah, because some people saw Thun in like cracked neck form. Oh hell no! Can you imagine working at the hotel and just like, oh yeah, that's just that's just Thun. He cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> he cool. <laughs> Anything like rocking or like long hair? Oh, hell no. Nah. He's chilling. He good. A lot of Thai people have experience in hotels. Like stuff like that. But that's because... Oh yeah, salespeople always have stories. They, so, oh, they have stories for days. That's because they travel a lot. And when they travel, sometimes they have to get the cheapest hotel because that's the only yeah, type of hotel that the mm. company can compensate unless you want to use your own money for a better to hotel. To avoid stories like that, yes. <laughs> no, but that's using your own commission. So. That's, that's but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I need to find out more of the Gautron. But when I realized, because when you have like... Um, when there's three like a three-way three way drive, mm-hmm. when you live on the middle of the, it's like a three-way drive, right? The middle yeah. edge, the T, mm-hmm. bad omen. That means that oh, a, I that. a force, like everything coming through. a spirit. I've, I've seen cars go into houses. Like growing up, there's this one, there's one, it's a T, there's a house right there on the corner. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like I think three times since I lived out there, I've always seen cars just in the front, in the front, <laughs> in the room. <laughs> 
And I'm just like, they, they got to be sick of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you got to move. Especially on the country road. So they're coming in doing 50 off top. If oh, they're doing shoot, just yeah. as people. Yeah. In Thailand, they have no, nobody lives on the three sections. Not on this Inter- intersection. They always have a katong mm-hmm. with a incense and a food. Mm. And, and some people can see that there's like spirits walking around. See, that's, that's the part that scares me about traveling. Is running into something like that. Their spirits you just gotta every be more country. respectful. It's more But like... but the, yeah, but you're right. Definitely respectful and like the purpose of my story is actually just pretty much just know where you at. Know where you at and whatever you do, think more than once. Because mm. it's not like with spirits like that you don't get spared just because you don't know. Well, unfortunately because he that's why they claim that she's uh vengeful because she got raped. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. By seven men. Yeah. So men is probably her Worst thing. Enemy. Oh yeah, for sure. And kill, the fact them all. and the fact that he disrespect her like that, like kind of like, mm-hmm. like oh you, you add salt me? to the wound. And it's like just because you don't know doesn't mean you can't catch these hands too. Mm-hmm. So. And she found him. She quick. happened to be in the, uh, ba- uh, what do you call, the bad place at a bad time. Yeah, wrong place. At, yeah. Yeah, wrong place mm-hmm. at a wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they found you quick. But anyways, but yeah. But what do you think about the story? Was it like scary or you just kind of like more well, questions? Well, for me, it sounds familiar to a lot of other stories I heard. I'm sure it is because you heard a lot. Yeah, it, there's like some sorts of it mm-hmm. kind of relates for that. But what do you think? Scary? Definitely. <laughs> and it, it, it's scary because like I, I want to travel and I want to... Yeah, do and things like that, but it's just like, oof, I don't, I don't want to bring any of that home with me. No, I, also I don't feel want like to traveling, not. especially when you're going to a new place, especially, um, I feel like it's more in an Asian culture. But anyway, you just kind of have to follow the people of what they're doing. Right, and, and it's to be respectful. Like, yeah, because like spirits don't and, and just, care about your intentions. Just And I'm just being real, you have spirits everywhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. You, we, we probably have one in our house right now. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So it's just kind of those things of like, there's certain level of paranoia. Like if you're freaking out you for everything, before you, you can't live. Yeah, well, not even that. Like you're just psyching yourself out before you even get a chance to do this wonderful opportunity of traveling. You know, I just kind of, but it's just more of like, you either get it or not. It's but, it's a matter of time. Like if you if you see it, you see it. But you just gotta handle it a little differently. But that's why Thai people have, like, important relics like these. Like, mm-hmm. we have stuff to protect ourselves. So, and you have to also have, like, a good mindset, too. Because if you're, like, a bad person, you actually did hurt somebody. <laughs> well, long behold, you'll get it. Karma. Yeah. So that's yeah. why the monk said it's a matter of karma. Yeah, it really depends on, too. Well, for us, like, Buddhists, it's more like, you're living to repent your sin. Yeah, mm-hmm. to improve, you know, yourself and what your past life, it could be anything, you know. But if the time is time, then if you really did something wrong or like that, what we call it, like a spirit that's been want, been waiting for you kind of thing, like if it's time, then it's time. But you just never know. You just, you just got to make the best of it. But yeah. 
But to, to, to tell a story is not to like make you scared to where you don't want to travel because keep I, in mind, I'm still gonna travel. You're gonna see it regardless. Oh, you're gonna yeah, find it anywhere. There's so many. I was watching. Uh, I know. I, I followed that one dude on YouTube. I told you about the black dude in Thailand, and um, he was walking around. And there's this one video he posted. There's like these white tourists that were just going around slapping stuff out of people. There's in Phuket, I think. Phuket. 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 They're in Phuket and they're like walking down like this uh, strip and these two white dudes were just going out smacking stuff out of the people's hands that were like selling stuff. Like they were getting pissed. Oh my god, so rude. Yeah, in my mind I'm just like, he has no idea where he is. Or who oh, he just yeah, slapped out of like or that. what business, oh. what he just disrespected. So it's like, maybe it's just because I'm like super, to me everything is symbolic. So if I'm, it is. If I'm going overseas, I'm taking literally everything with me, shoving it in my bag back home. Whether it be the straw, the cup, whatever it is. Your own stuff. Not oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, no, did you see that? I seen a, um, an article the other day, completely unrelated, side note. There was this lady who visited Mexico, and she took a rock from, um, like, one of the Aztec tombs. Just the rock. And then she sent it. She uh, wrote a letter sending it back to the museum saying, this thing has been haunting my family for the last 20 years. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. And Don't it, was, it was literally just a stone. She's like, I am so sorry. I hope... By doing this, this will relieve me and my family. We've had nothing but bad luck, deaths, all of that. And it was just a rock that they took from off the ground and the stone took it home. They're like, like, no, this is... They didn't say specifically what was happening. Just like, no, shit's fucked up. Take this back, please. Right. I have a similar story to that. Like, one of the Thai actor, he passed away now. But it's because of this reason, too. Um, But, like, I don't think you've known of him. His name is, like, uh, John Dean or something. He's like one of like a really, really, really popular so Thai John actor. Dean? Mm-hmm. Just Thai dude? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm sure, he's, <laughs> well, I'm sure he's, yeah. he's mixed. I was to say John Dean? Yeah, he's mixed. He's a white name. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, he's mixed. But anyway. Who am I? Well, don't be respect, disrespected. I'm, and that's why I'm like, who am I to? <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, hold up. I'm about to tell you but something. But if John Dean is a common Thai name. <laughs> it's not. But he's, he's a... <laughs> He's like a well-known actor, and he went to Egypt with a few other actors too. Oh, Egypt is so. So there was one time. I'm back from Egypt. Well, this is something that he didn't know, and he did not. Not even the Nile River. Don't 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 even take that. But anyways, so what happened here is, he have purchased uh, like a item of some sort, either a rock or knife, a really small item, and he took it back to Thailand. But he didn't take it. He bought it. Like, he had no idea. But he said, he told another actor that he's been having this haunting dream. Like, it's not in Thai language, but you can tell that it's an entity that spoke to him. That they want him to take it back. like, Mm -hmm. Or they want his life or something like that. And he was so confused. He's like, what the heck? It's like, what did I do? It's like, I bought this though. And I guess whoever sold he per- who sold it to him may have stole it or something. Mm. And that was just, that's bad luck on him. So what he tried to do is he tried to return it. And I guess he did return it, but unfortunately, Too late. he got in a really bad car accident to where mm. he died instantly in mm. the car. It was a little too late. Mm. So you got to be yeah. careful what you take. Where you buy. Where you buy, too. Because whatever, <laughs> right. oh hell, yeah. So that's why it's important because <laughs> you you can say you purchased this Buddha or like a dragon, 
But it could be something really. But scary. it could have been something stolen. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you got to be a hundred percent sure of where you purchase these old antique items because they may have put a curse on it. And that is why I don't go thrifting. Do you remember, <laughs> was it last nope. year? It was like one random day it got like really, really windy and then I hopped online and they said they had taken all of the like the sarcophagi outside and like opened them up and it was just really windy around the world that crazy day. That's why I was like, Yeah, I'm not touching anything. Oh hell Give me no. a hat with the name of where I'm at and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Even with um, Thai Treasure, there's a show that I watched, the, the scary one, but it made sense because we always have like a strong entity that guarded our treasure. Mm-hmm. As long as you're using it for good purpose, like mom said, it's already been placed in, uh, removed from um, the ruins into mm-hmm. the museum, so it's kept safe. To honor it. Mm-hmm. So that was, they allowed it, because typically if you take it, they'll take your life too. Uh-huh. But, but that's, but... Say just to say is you don't have to believe everything, but definitely be respectable of where you're at and the culture. Be aware of what you buy. <laughs> yeah, just be very careful because there's you might be just bringing some bad juju into your house, and you just like mm-hmm. you don't know why. Especially like an ancient place, mm-hmm. like Egypt. Oh hell no! Uh, Egypt don't take a, that. I believe yeah. you can't even bring a small rock back with you. And you I can't. There are aliens there. That's a definite. They're okay. just—it's just the mummified and all this. Like how they, mm, I think I aliens built the pyramids. They're home bases for aliens. That's why we can't get inside. Mm. The pyramids. How, another... how were they built? There's one theory saying that like the aliens came down, they held the top as the humans built it and like layer it. Yeah, because otherwise, how could they build them back then? And the Sphinx. I don't even know. I think they they house alien. There's some crazy stuff. Oh, but I do want to tell you guys, though. So, there's a reason why I didn't tell the story to you beforehand. Because I know you said that I should practice this ghost story, but I didn't. I just winged it. I actually did. I think I did okay with telling the story. But anyway, prior to those, there was a few days that I had, like... Remember the nightmare I told you about? How there was, like, I know that something was attached to me. But weighing me down, like you felt like there's a there's a neck. The girl? No, it's not a girl. But remember that nightmare story I told you about? Like I felt like I can't move my body, and mm-hmm. I have to pray. I asked for mom. I asked for the king and everything, and then finally released because I was in the warehouse. But anyway, oh. so when I was sleeping, and this is during the work time, and because I was like thinking about the story, trying to perfect it, but mm-hmm. I didn't think like I didn't say it out loud. There was a few times that I immediately woke up from my sleep because I know it's about to be a bad nightmare. Cause like you know how like you, I don't know if you have color in your dream, but mine yeah, is like the scenery. It was it was a normal tone, then out of the blue it started to get more eerie. Mm. I immediately woke up. I was like, no, you wake up. <laughs> I woke yeah. up, and it was and it was like within that thirty minute span, I woke up twice, because I have a feeling that there was like something eerie. But wow. that's why that's why I, I didn't want to tell you that, but there's a reason why I didn't practice out loud. Because I have, like, I don't want to think it was something, but at the same time, you I don't want to disrespect. I don't want to disrespect, but I don't want to be sunk in into the story yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. That's why I had to keep writing. 
Especially if you want to do more of that, you definitely got to stay prayed up because that's oh yeah 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 heavy stuff. That's a, open the door. To yeah, me. but that's why I carry. I noticed that when you first came out. Like, yeah, oh, I have to. I, I have to. I was like, I'm sorry. That's why I had to say beforehand. Like, don't mean to disrespect you or any form of way. Mm-hmm. This is just me of trying to share your experience and all that. But I don't know what it is because prior to this story or prior to hearing this story, I've already have previous nightmares that are intense before. Mm-hmm. So. So it's just kind my, of those. My nightmare was a stalker. Yeah, I'm good for you, cause mine was the other time <laughs> was. Police. Mine was the other time was when I was at the old apartment and I like when I was still living with my ex. Um, I was sleeping, but it was like I couldn't move my body, but my neck was this way towards the walk-in closet, uh. and it was pitch black. I don't know what I'm looking at. So mm-hmm. I and this is me half awake, half asleep, so I can't tell you oh, if shit. it's a dream or anything. Door's open? Nah, door open? Sw- door the door is open and oh, I just like no. I couldn't move and I'm like I can't move my body. Oh, like I my neck it. is stuck. There's been times I've that's happened to me that Paralyzed. sleep paralysis. I've had that before. Like or then there and that's how I really found out I had sleep apnea is cause like mm-hmm. I would there's one time that happened. I was in a car too. That happened, I couldn't move, but I also couldn't breathe. Oh my god. So, so but but I'm still like I'm not heavy. I'm awake enough to where like I know I need to ask for help, but it's like You I, can't do anything. Well, yeah. the sucky part So I'm like maybe the car will jerk and I'll just wake up. <laughs> well, I was hoping that I would get out of it, but the part that shook me the most I was also high. <laughs> the part that shook me the most is as I'm looking into my walk in closet. I I know I felt like something was there. Mm-hmm. And then out of the blue, this loud echo, it came through, and, it's, and it came through into, it hit my face. It was like, hey! Like that. And that's when I got up. Like, my whole body was released all of a sudden. So I, but I can't tell you if it's my dream, it was in my dream, or it really, really happened. But that was, like, the first few experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. And the second time was, like, the most intense nightmare that I had here. That I couldn't move my body. But I wasn't sure if I was, like, all curled up with you. But I was like in the warehouse and it was my body was weighing down and I felt like someone was like this, like sleeping on neck. You? Oh mm-hmm. your the neck how is I right did with you. Mm-hmm. Like because you can felt the sharpness of the neck right here, but it's holding me down. Like yes. no hair, it wasn't me. No, no. <laughs> it was weighing me down. I didn't want to turn around because I know it's something. Mm-hmm. So I like I kept praying. Damn. I prayed in Thai. Um I prayed everything. I even asked for mom and dad's help. I asked for the king. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was forcing me to not get out of the warehouse. And I was so close out of the warehouse door. But I couldn't because it was weighing me down so much. Oh my god. And the moment I, I said something like, please help me. shutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please let me. Or I prayed for the king. And that's when it, everything started to ease up. And I ran off the door. I didn't even turn around to look. But I yeah, wouldn't. that was it's probably a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so. Always a girl. It was something, but like, but I, feel like girls have I don't want to be <laughs> no. spiteful. But I didn't want to be like paranoid about it. But that was the few times that I had experience with like has something to do with my body can't move. Yeah, those are it's scary. Like I used to happen. It used to happen a lot to me when I was younger. I just couldn't move, and I always like felt like something was walking down the hallway. It's like it's not close enough to be like to act, but again, I'm just sitting there, just. Mm. It's like forcing you to watch. Right. It's like okay, I don't know, but I just feel like a, just a presence, and uh-huh. then that's when I started just like begin just pray, pray, pray. You gotta not, pray. And it's like okay, I know. And by the, it got to a certain point, it's like okay, I know this is happening. Then don't panic. 
We're gonna live. Mm-hmm. Breathe. And then I just keep telling myself to breathe, breathe, breathe. <laughs> and then you let go. And and then like, but it, and it's weird because it what happened like randomly. It usually happens when I'm taking like short naps. Like it's like I get stuck in between. Oh my god. Full rim. Like there's been times like Titus has gotten me out of it before. Like I'll just be laying on the bed and it's like I just can't move. Like okay, breathe, calm down. We'll get out of this eventually. We're stuck. It's <laughs> rebooting. And then Titus is coming in like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, we'll play. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank you, yes. <laughs> you just save it. Oh, yeah, I yeah. take but a lot of naps, but I never had those. No, I... It's real, it sucks. I do not it's wish scary. upon... I do not wish upon anybody. Nobody should ever go through that. It's it's crazy. It just feels like, yeah, right before you get... It's like you can't cross over into full sleep, but, like, you see yourself. I don't know, it's weird. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's hard But it, that hasn't happened to me since... Not, like, like that intensely since I was younger. Yeah. That's good. Mine recently happened, so but, I'm just kind of like, huh. But yeah, but I, I know what risk I'm taking, that's why. That's why I was like, okay, well, I would rather be the only person taking that risk. But at the same time, I know... Yes, please, because I don't want to be haunted by something I don't, there can't understand. Because there is a story, same. too, where you remember that one girl, She every time she tells a story, she sees this girl in her dreams. Oh. she can't retell it. Unless she sees her. Oh, no. She said, yeah, every time she res- she retells it, she'll see her anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but. I heard you talk about me, could. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but this is a different story. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the different. That's the story when me and my sister try to talk about it and your mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a sign. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool. that yeah. was a sign. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. But yeah. yeah that, that never made it to air. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, I skipped it to crop it out mm-hmm. entirely. So it's just so, but... Yeah, because I would hate to be haunted by something I can't understand. I know. But I, I mean, in my mind, I've constantly been, like, saying, though, like, I'm, you know... But Tyspirits haunt foreigners? Sometimes. Haunt is haunt. Or not like... Like, what, what did you do to think that you'll get haunted? We have a family friend. Well, he's part Native American. He sees Thai spirits. Well, he has six cents. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, it's, yeah. to be that, like, that is literally probably one of the scariest things, like, ever. Yeah. If I just am here by myself and I see somebody walk across, I'm, I'm moving out. Like, I'm <laughs> sitting with that <laughs> See you later. I offended somebody, and somebody is here, so. Yeah. I love y'all, but. But there's this one. Maybe here to do the podcast next week. And there's a thing, too. And, like, I, I know I'm doing it for a good intention. I wasn't disrespecting anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm confident it's okay. Because. There's a thing about, like, ghost stories. This is in general, too. Like, some of them are not meant to be retold by another person. But I know this story is okay Mm -hmm. because a lot of people retold it. But but in my way of me wanting to tell the story, it's just kind of, you know, scary vibe, but also a lesson, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you think the smallest mistake you made was nothing. But compared to other people who what they went through, that's a sign of disrespect. For sure. You know? Ping? No way. Like, um, this is a different story, but somebody, like, peed on a tree and didn't even ask for permission got haunted, too. Yes, yes. But but, but if you think about it, though... Did you say your bathrooms are that nasty, though? So is it worth it? No, that's a different... My, I, Mom would say something different. <laughs> but anyways. But I'm just saying, like, whatever your actions do, it's like picking up rocks in Egypt, like... Mm. Or any other countries. Like, think about it. Quit touching shit. You're taking their treasure. You're taking their soil. Mm-hmm. Why? 
Why? What for? Some it's like it's like it? volcano rocks too. People are starting to get bad luck. That's why whenever you see volcano rocks in someone's house, you're like, "Oh, that's bad luck. You gotta put it back because it 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 doesn't belong in your house. It belongs to where it's at. Mm-hmm. If you think about nature, like just think of simple it's nature. Cool looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like you're taking a bird's nest. Where's the bird gonna live now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it can build another nest, but that's their first home. Like, mm-hmm. you you know, it's just kind of simple concept. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do certain things to that? You know, but if you really wanted it so bad, or if, for instance, if you needed to pee so bad, why don't you take the time to look around, or maybe just like grab a bottle, grab a bottle of some sort. I don't know. There's but multiple you know, ways. humans, but it's humans, right? But it's just we, we don't think. Mm-hmm. You don't think enough because you know when you need to pee. You sometimes need to pee. as a guy, if I gotta pee, I gotta pee. Right. And I can do it right here in conspicuous. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, it's just a kind of like a mind, just to think about it. Like, be respectful, and, and I'm not speaking about spiritual term too. It could be someone's house. You can't be peeing on someone's tree. They'd be mad too. That's not haunting. They'll just I have get done a, that before, right? They'll get a bat and come after you I'm for real. I'm going somebody out there pee like, hey. See. So it's it's the same thing. It goes. But, oh, both but this ways. is different. That's a school. But that's a felony. But that's still like public urination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's public exposure in front of an yeah. elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So see. For a white elementary school. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. I think you just kind of have to think yeah. about it. Well, no, it was a good story. Okay, I'm glad you like it. I was a little nervous because first it's like, uh, like when you had a side question, it's like, oh wait, hold on, where did I leave off? I'm just more worried about you. Make sure that as we, if you decide to keep doing this, just make sure you stay prayed oh, and no, protected. I am. I, I made sure too because when I listen to stories, I love listening to stories, but I also wanted to see, um, you know, you just kind of see the the inside of the story. Like, is that story? appropriate to be retold you know and stuff like that mm. but i mean i but i thought it was interesting because i don't think there was a lot of like thai stories that are translated because there's just so many stories because us alone we have stories of already that mm. happen around here so it doesn't necessarily need to be it's yeah. scarier entirely it, it it is actually the the scenery the environment just kind of gives it all you just can tell no, it's just the words too Mm-hmm. Like sometimes for English, you just describe more than what you need to. Yeah, but so I had to because like, I felt like, oh man. I even like looked, Googled a few words and it made no sense to me. And I'm just like, ah, how do I do yeah. this? But yeah, but it's cool. But that was the same story that I listened during work. But I got caught off halfway why through. Why would you listen to ghost story during work? I could because it's broad daylight. But in the morning, I can't because I'm the only one out here. <laughs> Hey, we're at. You guys got anything else you would like to say before we sign off? Any any positive or non scary thoughts? <laughs> just do good. Um, <laughs> pray. <laughs> pray. No, just be aware. Follow me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all. Right, for sure, for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But on that note, just do good. Be a good person. And follow me on YouTube. <laughs> yes, follow Will on YouTube. Wear your mask. Wash your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, that's just that's how that's because that's what we say when we sign off the, uh, the show. Just wear a mask, wash your ass, brush your teeth. <laughs> that's it.
Wash your hands. All right. But yeah, on that note, thanks so much for listening. Awesome. Bye.